Welcome back to the Becoming More podcast, episode number 25. Before we get started, I want to ask all of you to like and subscribe to our YouTube channel and to rate and review the podcast on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Here in Becoming More, we go in depth talking to some amazing people about how they've changed their lives dramatically and not just about weight loss and have inspired others to work towards the same. Today, I am joined by Will. Uh, Will, what would you say is the bottom line of your journey so far? Because Will said so. Um, going from my weight, having the biggest impact on my life to actually wanting to dive into it, right. And just flow with that. Um, you know, I didn't, I, I put a lot of thought into thinking about my like tag name for this process of my life. Um, and I didn't, I didn't quite comprehend what it was actually leading to as far as like literally my entire life revolving around what my weight was and how that was actually affecting my life um and the life that i was missing out on because of that okay yeah i i totally understand that um i find it interesting so i know i know you have like you kind of have two names right you have the 620 to life and uh, you have building will right so yeah yeah so i mean building will uh was like the first thought uh, that was just all like, oh yeah, you know, my willpower needs work, um, building will. Um, so, but I actually put that on the back burner cause I started thinking long-term of what I'd want. Um, and 620 to life is just more of a message and building will is something I want to be able to communicate to others to help them. Right. Okay. Um, that that's where I'm looking at it. Yeah, that's cool. I, I, uh, so, so when, when I start, personally, for me, when I started this, I had my personal Instagram account, which was like <laughs> just my screen name from AOL days. Like it, that's really what it was. And then, um, and then I created this account, like a couple, like, uh, I don't remember when I got joined Instagram with the first one, but I know I created this one after that and becoming Brett stuck more than the other one. Cause a lot more followers, a lot more traction with everything yeah, I dude, do. Becoming Brett's great, man. Like you're becoming your full self. I yeah, mean, yeah, yeah. And, and and I like to I like to say too because and it's kind of one of the goals of this podcast as well is it's more than just weight loss and that's why I like to talk about people with. So we're gonna talk about weight loss. We're gonna talk about like where you were and where you are now and all that fun stuff. But I like to also know some other things than just like, oh my god, you lost you lost. Well, in your case, you lost three hundred pounds. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. But but what else do we know about Will? And that's that's really what I want to get into by the time we finish. So that's my goal. Yeah. Um, so what I like to start with is um kind of like where growing up, like not to focus on too long. Sometimes I feel like we can focus, we can go down that rabbit hole and be there for like an hour. <laughs> oh yeah, we can um, be there ages. <laughs> but just kind of like as you're growing up as a kid, like were you like a like heavy growing up, B did you do any like athletics or anything and see what were some of the experiences that led to like gains that really like took you to another step? Like for like, when I say that, I mean like, so like, I remember when I was a kid, um, my dad was in the air force. And one time, like he moved, moved from like Seattle back to Pennsylvania. And I, I so all my friends I had in the Seattle area, like I wasn't going to see anymore. And, yeah. like, that threw me in like a tailspin. And I like gained like, I don't know, like 60 pounds in a couple months as like a yeah. 12, 13 year old. So things like that. So, so, so okay. anyway, so gr- growing up, um, growing up, uh, the first one, um, hmm. I was always heavy as a kid, uh, growing up. I just, 
um, was shown affection and care through food. Like my mother wasn't really able to be there for me in the way that, you know, would have grown me the best way. Um, but she knew how to show love through food. And that was through most relationships. Um, and unfortunately, you know, being the child in that kind of a situation, I, uh, I liked it. Right. Cause I mean, mm-hmm. I had, I had Doritos, you know, guts. like I was just, I was a kid. I was like, you're I'm, I get all this, all that whenever I want, and then you're going to make it. That's great. Um, and, had, and, and not to mention like you're growing up, like you're like, you're growing up. This is like the early two thousands, right? Mostly. Uh, yeah. So it, I mean, born in 91. So yeah, yeah early two thousands. So like you're, you're hitting like peak, like Totino's pizza rolls ads and, and, and yeah and, man uh, I was a Totino's pizza boy man. <laughs> yeah. and, and uh, uh yeah and the 3d Doritos that are now back oh, and dude no those aren't the same like we gotta we gotta just cut that out those are not the same 3d Doritos. You, you, you tell uh, you tell that to Taylor hello healthy hello happy <laughs> she, she'll, she'll fight you over that uh, I mean bring it that's fine I am a chip aficionado you know that's a little sad but it's true <laughs> um yeah, I mean, go, growing up, um, I remember 280 was like the, the big number that I saw when I was young. Um, and I would say young, probably like pushing teens. Um, and that's that was rough. Um, hidden 280, being a teenager, like I, I had no idea what I was in for. Um, and a lot of the eating was caused because of emotional distress and I didn't, I didn't know how else to reach out to anybody. So, I mean, I got food because that was Mm -hmm. available um, and I manipulated it a lot so I could get as much food as I possibly could. So, I mean, I would go, like, I would go over to a friend's house and, you know, their parents would serve dinner and then I'd go home. I'd be like, no, I didn't eat. Cause like my parents just weren't those kind of parents to check in with where I was going or what I was doing. So, I mean, it was pretty much free roam as much as I wanted. Um, and then, I mean, some significant things. I mean, my mom uh, ended up moving uh, from Northwest Indiana to Pennsylvania um, after her divorce with my stepfather Um, And I mean, that whole time was pretty bad. I mean, the, the physical abuse, you know, the still showing affection with food for not being able to be there. Um, Her moving away caused a pretty big issue because at that point, then it would be summer visitation with her. So I would be going up to Pennsylvania for the summers and like, not be able to create those relationships with people I'm going to school with. Right. Cause I mean, sure. You know, you can form relationships in school, but like summertime comes around, they want to hang out with you, go do things. That's how you build those relationships. And I didn't, I didn't get that opportunity. Um, so, I mean, you know, I pretty much stayed to myself most of that time uh, outside of, you know, what was offered by the family. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, I understand that. Cause um growing up i kind of experienced that in a way because when my dad was in the air force we would go wherever he was in the summer because my parents were split from when i was real young and in the summer so i wouldn't see like my classmates from the school year all summer we'd leave like the week we'd actually get out of school a week early because like i was a catholic school and the last week was always like the bullshit week where you're like cleaning the room and getting (laughs) getting your textbooks back and like the tests had already been taken 
So yeah. it's really it's just really just for attendance more than anything, right? It's half days. Man. So we always get that last week and then we come back like like a few days before school would start up again in August. And so we went to see our friends for like three months. And then um, but then we also had the friends out where in the other place where my dad lived that we'd only see for those three months. So it was a weird thing. Yeah, <laughs> like like we were we were in we were in a limbo kind of thing, but so but but it was kind of cool because you still like saw like you saw like, you got to hang out but yeah you didn't have that bonding as much over the summer that everybody else did because you weren't around them like yeah all the time right or have the opportunity to be around them so it was just whatever you, whatever bonding you got in school so cool so that's your growing up so I know at um you're you're one of the few people that are right around the same weight I was when I was at my heaviest so I have, yeah we have that little nice little kinship there. <sighs> Um, yeah, so, yeah. So what what was your heaviest and when did you hit that? Um my heaviest was 620 and I hit that um the summer of 2017 and the only reason I know that is because I was on FMLA from work uh not for physical health issues but mental health issues because I was just at the point where like I had no idea what to do anymore. And if this was going to be my life for the next 60 plus years, I really didn't, I really didn't care to see that through. Um, so, I mean, I was struggling mentally uh, with depression and just everything I had refused to acknowledge and work on uh, started starting showing up in every part of my life, such as, you know, the few relationships I had work, um, it was affecting everything. And I was finally just like starting to reach out for help, mm -hmm. uh, starting to accept that it was there. Like, you know, to, it's a really hard thing. And uh, to, to be able to go to work and tell somebody that is above you, like I am struggling and I don't know what to do. And for them to be like, we have, like, we have resources for that. Um, and to be able to get that help, uh, it's amazing, but it's, it's difficult to do because I mean, you're opening yourself up for potentially, of course, there's, you know, the work laws that that information isn't supposed to be shared, but you're leaving and like, you know, people question that and wonder why and want to know why. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, so, so summer 2017, so that's, you know, four, four, over four years ago now. Yeah. Um, so you kind of had like, I would, I like to say that like yours was kind of like, it wasn't just like one thing that got you there. It was like a, an accumulation of factors that got oh, you yeah. to, to that, that point. And then what did you have like a, a specific moment that made you decide to just like, I need to fix this. Did you have like a health? I mean, was it a health scare? Or was it like just the mental, like the stuff you're talking about with being, uh, having uh, needing help with your mental health or was it like just all, all everything combined together that just led to um it? so yeah I mean it was it was a culmination of everything but one thing that stuck out is um rela relationship that I had um I started you know I started feeling like somebody was caring um, but I noticed how I responded was always in my best interest um, and I noticed that with a lot of my relationships, but it got to the point to where what I was expected to do in a relationship, um, as far as wanting to grow with somebody, I wasn't willing to do because I was happy where I was. Mm -hmm. um, and that 
that made me sick um, to think that I would just like drag somebody along in my contentness and not, not want to prosper in anything more. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that, that makes total sense. Um, so yeah, it, it's always interesting when you have like, when you don't have like that big breakthrough moment, cause it's just like these accumulational factors that just kind of, it's kind of like that snowball metaphor that you always hear. And, and eventually it just becomes like a boulder. <laughs> And yeah, that's when you finally you're like, all right, I got to do something for me. Yeah, for, I mean, for, for me, it was much more like one thing that happened that led to it. But yeah, the this, the boulder that just like becomes too heavy to stop. And you just have to you have to make a change or you're just going to be crushed by it. I mean, that's yeah. like where it comes to. I feel like, yeah, I was I mean, I was just existing like sure I had a job, but I mean, that's it. Like I was going to work and I was like I was just filling my wants to be content. Uh, and I mean, let's be honest too. Like at 600, we both were over 600 pounds at 600 pounds. Just the fact that you could go to work and have a job is impressive. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, it was hard. I mean, I started, I started having health issues um, around that time. Like as far as like with my feet, like the strain um, on them, I ended up getting like gout. So that would flare up. Um, And it was just, yeah, I mean, it was it was difficult to think that I was going to have to rely on somebody outside of myself for things I need mm-hmm. to be doing myself. Yeah. Um, and that was that was terrifying to think about. Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> so, so let's talk about when you did make the change and you started like you're like, I'm going to lose this weight or I'm going to do something. Did when you started, did you have like a specific goal? Like, uh, all right, I'm go- I'm six hundred and twenty pounds. I'm going to weigh 240 pounds by X or did you have it more like, Mm. Hey, I want to lose just some weight. I just want to see if I can do this without before, like maybe going down the surgery route or something like that. Yeah. So, um, I did look at surgery prior in like summer of 2016, um, or no 17. I think it was around that same time I was out for FMLA. Um, and I don't know, it just, something just didn't, didn't click. Like it didn't feel right. Like, and I definitely wasn't mentally ready. Like, you know, weight loss surgery is a great tool, but I think you have to be mentally prepared for what's to come after that. Right. Cause if you just go get it to stop eating, that's not fixing why you want to eat and you're going to keep eating. Yeah. Um, and I, I realized I wasn't at that point yet. I wasn't ready yet ready to address my eating. I just wanted, I just wanted to lose weight. Um, but man, I lost track for a moment. What was, no, no, no worries. <laughs> I, I was just, I was just asking, um, you know, if, uh, you know, j- j- just like when you were starting, like, like what, you know, what, what led to it and, uh, you know, um, yeah. Like if, 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 if it was like, you know, did, did you want to, Oh have, yeah. Have okay. like a, did, did you like have a big, like the end goal in mind or did you just have like, I just want to hit some small goals on the way. Uh, so, I mean, I didn't, I didn't really have uh, an end goal. Like for, I two twenty through in my head just to be like, Oh, lose 400 pounds. Like that, mm-hmm. that was it. Um, and then as I got down uh, like hitting 200 pounds down, um, which I attempted to match that timeline to hit 420 pounds on 420 of 2020. Um, I was a little behind on that, but I mean, it was still, it was still great. Um, 
and like for some for for just funsies i was all like why not just make it a full 420 uh and hit 200 so i mean you yeah. know <laughs> that's awesome yeah yeah so like like for like one thing that i i stressed to some people that have asked me for advice was you know hitting those smaller goals like setting those smaller goals like like a, like I, I remember on my instagram page originally like i literally had like these locks that i set like every 25 pounds in my bio so it was like when i hit like when i hit like 25 down i got I unlocked when i hit 50 down 75 100 i did it for a while and then eventually i was like i, I I'm, I'm good here like I, <laughs> I, I i can do bigger goals than every 25 but you know it, it's really tough when you're when you have an epic amount of weight to lose like if you have three four hundred pounds that you need to lose like we both did and you know i still i think both of us still have some to lose right yeah um you know that's still a lot of weight so it's still a big like even now like after losing over i've lost over 200 myself i still have like a good amount to go where you know some people are like you you're doing incredible and like they're like I'm like, yeah, but I still got to lose more. I, I'm heavier than you are. And you started. So I, I got, I got ways to go yet, but, but still coming a long ways from there. Yeah. Um, so, so when, when you started, did you, did you, did you have like a certain nutrition that you followed or did you just kind of just wing it? Um, so I was working from home um, and I just started utilizing YouTube. I started uh, looking at diets and uh, I really started focusing on ketosis um, and just taking notes um, how to maximize calorie burn like during my workouts and with my diet. Um, and I really floated towards, you know, keto for a little bit. Um, I did like a full month or two of that. Um, but I really just, I didn't want to use that science, especially with what I was, with what I was wanting to maintain, which was to maximize fat loss in every way I can. And then to maintain as much muscle mass as I mm -hmm. can from that point. Um, so, I mean, I went, really high protein uh low carb and higher fats okay cool yeah yeah i mean everybody's different and it's always interesting to hear how everyone does their own version of this because a lot of times like most of us aren't hitting up the nutritionist or the, the doctor to figure out a meal plan yeah. right yeah yeah it's just, it's just and, like kind of doing what best we can with what we what we can find yeah i feel like they're i feel like most mainstream diets are really guidelines for people to utilize that'll fit into their lifestyle to make this change right like i mean mm -hmm. sure if you need to be that strict with keto then you know follow a strict keto diet i mean especially with the health benefits of somebody who's possibly diabetic and how that helps i mean definitely do that if it's necessary but i feel like for myself i needed to find something that was going to fit into what I enjoyed and learned to control it. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So, so you mentioned going to the gym and working out what, what, when you were starting out, like what, what was it that you did at first? Was it like, just like increased walking? Like you got, went to, did you go to the gym right away or was um, that more of a progression? So eating, eating, I started paying attention to little workouts here and there going to the Y with my buddy. Um, but then I got down to like five eighty. Uh, in October of 2019, yeah, October of 2019, I got down to 580 and started hitting a local gym that had a pool. Um, most, most of my time 
losing that first like solid 200 pounds once I started hitting the gym for real um, was done on the recumbent bike uh, in the swimming pool. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I did the pool myself because I, I also went to a Y. <laughs> um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, I, I did this, the pool a lot. And then it's just the walking. Like I didn't even start lifting till like the last year where I, I also work with a trainer like once a week because I was like, I have no idea what the hell I'm doing. Yeah. <laughs> Inside, yeah. Other than following the, the, the little, nice little uh, artwork on the machines. <laughs> I do that. Yep. I just go around looking like, what are these working? Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. That, that's about it. Cause it's just, it, it can get really confusing if you don't uh, like, if you don't know what you're doing. And then also you don't, you don't really want to, you're so used to um, like when you, go to the gym and you're it's intimidating for people that are out of shape right because yeah. you, just, you just feel like everybody's watching you and some yep. people are but a lot of people are just there would, would help if you ask but you also don't want to ask because you're like I'm oh yeah it's all like to- that's not safe yeah if i go ask them i'm gonna feel uh i'm gonna feel focused <laughs> yeah for sure that. so uh so that's cool so going from there so as you I've worked in the, now you work out in the gym. I mean, I've seen some of your videos that you post on online on TikTok or Instagram and, and, and you look like a pro now. <laughs> I look <laughs> like a pro. Is it the hat? Is it the, it, I feel it, like once I started putting that hat on, I was like, Oh, it, it's, it's either the hat or the first form t-shirt. Oh snap. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no. Uh, but, but yeah, so it's, it's, it's good to see. Cause like so many people will be like intimidated. And then when they see people that have done it, go to the gym and they're like it's not just like you're working out from home like like a lot of people, a lot of people created their own home gyms last year yeah they had the time and right right and um so it's good to see like you go out in like public and you're like working out in, in front of other people because it can be that can be daunting too especially for anxiety anyway with any, any type of anxiety you're just like and there's way too many mirrors in every gym like, oh yeah way too many. there's so many they want you to know everybody is watching you from every angle along with yourself. Um, and it, man, the anxiety part that, that is what gets me, uh, to like where I'm at right now and like what I'm kind of dealing with and, um, like forgetting those little things that we overcome along the way. Right. Like, um, anxiety was a big thing thinking everybody was watching me because I was judging everybody else as much as I was judging myself. And, you know, I'm at a point where I can just go into the gym and start doing what I'm doing. And like, I'll be honest, I've been on the treadmill, like going full incline lately. Cause like, I have a little goal to want to climb Mount hood, uh, out here in Oregon. Nice. Um, so, I mean, I'm really utilizing the stair stepper and that treadmill and, uh, <laughs> like I'll, I just start dancing now. Like while I'm going, like I'm, I lose myself to my music. I zone out. Like there is nothing, nobody there could do unless they threw like a tire onto that treadmill while I'm going that would mess with me. Yeah. 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 Uh, my, my only problem with the treadmill is I fucking hate it. <laughs> like, yeah. Every time, I, every time I get on it, I'm like, I cannot wait to get off of this, but, <laughs> but I'm the same person who will go and walk around my neighborhood for three hours. Oh, right? snap. But it, 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 it's, it's just that it's just get like I, I do the treadmill for like five minutes as a warm up at the gym. Okay. On like a I do like a three and a half incline or so, which isn't too bad. But and I, I do it for like five minutes just to warm up, get my heart rate up. But and then I, I'm as soon as I hit the, hit that five minute countdown, I'm like, yes, one more minute to warm, <laughs> to slow down, and I'm done. Uh, but uh, it's just like one of those. It's just like that mind. It's just that mind fuck of the treadmill because I just hate it. 
so much. And somebody asked me, like, why don't you get a treadmill at home so you can like work out from home? I'm like, no. <laughs> I want to use it. Yeah. I mean, if you'd uh, like, yeah. I, I I would say I would say that's where that's where my anxiety still kinds of get kind uh, kinds of <laughs> kind of gets me is that um like I you do form a sense of comfortability once you start putting yourself into situations consistently. So like going to the gym, sure I can jump on and get on the treadmill and everything, but like thinking about going out and like walking around a neighborhood, cre- like it just skeeves me out, and I'm like, no, if I wouldn't want to do that. Yeah, it, it happens. All right. So uh, my next question is I like to ask everybody. Um, when, when, when you were on your weight loss journey and all of a sudden you had a plateau, it's a two-part question. So first, okay. how did you handle when you lo- had your first plateau? And second, did you, along your, when you were starting out, did you do any like cheat or treat meals or did you just kind of like white knuckle it and not do that? Um. So plateaus, yes. Plateaus occurred. I would say, I would say the longest one that i had um well the one that progressed most slowly uh was was when covid hit and the gym shut down um i mean my eating i kind of let up on what i was doing um and my workouts weren't weren't as you know intricate as swimming but like you know i went and picked up a tire and uh bought a bike Um, but I think those changes in exercise is, is pretty much what caused it. Um, I just realized I needed to stick with what I have been doing in regards to telling myself this is the right way and, um, not allowing, you know, the emotional response of things changing the way I was doing it, uh, to go back to finding comfort with food. Yeah. 100% 100 agree with that. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. yeah, that's great. So, um, along the journey, I'm sure you've had a ton, but I'm just going to ask you, what are some of your favorite non-scale victories that you've had? So um, non-scale victories. Uh, oh yeah. In regards to the second part of that question though, cheat meals and stuff. Uh, yes, I, I definitely had cheat meals, but I would say it was more working things in that I wanted that wasn't good for me, uh, mm-hmm. into, into my normal meals. Um, and then this question, um, non-scale, non-scale victories, I would say uh, being able to be physically active doing stuff that, that I normally wouldn't want to do, but because I saw I was capable of doing, I wanted to put more effort into it and like make myself do those things more. Um, so like landscaping is something mm-hmm. I really took to. I started doing a whole bunch of that, helping my uncle out with that. Um really just just being able to be there for the other people in my life in a way that I never used to be able to before um as well as be able to be there for myself because I mean while I was up at that heaviest point I didn't want to do anything more than what I was doing because I was just exhausted all the time and uh getting to a point to where I could help myself more and others i I I would say that that was the greatest non-scale victory out of all of it. Um, But recently, uh, so in September, I flew on, I flew on a plane for the first time in my life. Um, And man, that was, that was 
terrifying what I was creating in my mind, the things that would happen. Like I'd get on, I wouldn't fit on the seat, the be- oh, yeah. like, man. And it was just the complete opposite. I mean, the one weird thing, right. That I, I, I've never been to an airport to get onto a plane uh, before September, this past September. And man, like people are just quiet. Like I thought like, and it, it was just freaky. And I don't know if it was COVID or maybe because it was like 11 at night, but like, <laughs> like people were just whispering to themselves instead of having conversation aloud. Like it was, it was odd. Um, okay. But yeah. I mean, it probably, the whole probably, flight was, it went, probably was the 11 at night thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The, the whole flight went well. Um, I didn't even need an extender, mm-hmm. uh, which was shocking. Um, but I mean, it was great. It was a nice four hour plane ride. I loved it. And I, I am looking forward to going skydiving at some point. Oh, like, wow. That's, that's how much, that's yeah, awesome that's one. how much I was all like, this is great. Like, I mean, what yeah. The- <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, I flew at 600 pounds. So I definitely know that you can fit. In oh the man. Uh, okay. That was, those were brutal. Cause I would get an extender and I would actually almost, almost need another one. Like oh. I was at the end of the extender. Now, last when I flew last September, which I guess was the last. No, I flew in January. When I flew last September. I, I it was the first time I didn't need an extender. I didn't need it, but it was you so wanted tight. It? Did you it want was so it? tight that I got it anyway? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I, t- I took the picture of me with without it, without it, and I was like, that was amazing. Yeah, that was, was you in the yellow shirt, right? Yeah, I was. remember that. But yep, yep. I wore the yellow shirt specifically for that photo because I was for like, that- then you'll definitely see it. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so uh let's see, a couple other things I like to talk about. So you mentioned the the flight. I know I know you also have uh you have lymphedema, right? Yes. Okay, so, so yeah. I, I also have some, um not as severe as yours, uh, but I know that when I go on flights, like it really flares up because it it, it gets like it goes from like being like, you know, I, I can't do it because of my stupid background, but it goes from being like, <laughs> like not too bad. And like, I have some like loose skin on my leg to like being like completely tight and like really puffed out. Yeah. Do you, do you have any complications with that or was that? Um, so I, I mean, it definitely, it was definitely, um, it was definitely larger than what it was mm-hmm. like before I left. Um, but you know, I may, I know that caffeine really inflames, you know, lymphedema. Uh, so, I mean, I stayed away from that as much as I mm. could, though. I was extremely tired and I kind of didn't the first day, but, you know, we'll go <laughs> past that. Um, but like, I know, like, I'm aware enough now of like the things that flare it up and what I need to watch for to maintain. So like, it doesn't get as bad mm. um, because I don't, I don't want to end up having another cellulitis infection. And it seems to be the case when that happens, it's when I'm not paying as close attention to, to my diet and like my not getting my workouts in. Um, I would say specifically adding in that stair stepper and the incline on the treadmill have helped tremendously with like toting down my legs. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I know something similar with mine as well. Um, so my, mine's messed up because of when I, a couple of years, like five years ago, I had a blood clot in my leg. And then it wound up being like it, tra- it eventually traveled up and became a pulmonary embolism and all that fun stuff that was the scariest day of my life. Um, but that leg got messed up from the constant like 
this like because my like my calf was almost as big as like my thigh <laughs> so then right. then like so then like i have all that excess skin down there and like somebody was like can you ever get that fixed i'm like i guess i could but i'm not going to because i just don't <laughs> I, I, I was like, it's, it's such a it's such a small amount of skin for like yeah. a surgery and i'm See, like, like a surgery on my uh... leg well so, so mine's not mine's not that is not nearly the same as yours. Yeah, yeah. Um, so mine's a small amount, but I'm like, I'm like, yeah. I was like, I don't think I want to do that just because of the, you know, like having to be on crutches and like all that. Yeah, no, definitely. Like, and man, if I if <laughs> if my calf skin didn't create create what looks like a sock drooping over my foot, I totally wouldn't get surgery or consider yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, that's the one thing on my body. I'm like, no, I want, I, cause I mean, it, it screws me up when I'm even on the treadmill. Like I have to hold on because I lose balance because it's just mm-hmm. oh, shaking. Oh, oh, everywhere. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, t- <laughs> I totally understand. Like um, yeah. when I had the embolism and people have heard me talk about this on the podcast previously, but I had this growth because my um, lymphatic system got damaged, which is like, yeah, it has all the liquid, like it, it, so it, I had this like pooled amount of um, fluid and fat underneath my stomach. And it was, yeah. like, it was like this big. And Oof. like every time I moved, it just swung. Right. Oof. Every movement. So um, whenever I'd walk, like I never go down a step with one foot. I'd always do both feet on each step because I would always be afraid that I was going to like fall. I still to this day, like get leery about going down without holding the railing. Oh, yeah. Because I just like that habit of like I had years of, of that before I got it removed. So I have had skin surgery. I just, I'm like the leg when I'm like, it's not like for me, it's just not that bad. Like for you, I could see why you'd want it. Cause like that would definitely be a reason like, yeah, especially yeah. equilibrium. Cause equal when you don't have balance, like the balance of walking, like it's such a pain in the ass. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm wanting to run so bad. And like, what's going to happen at a time when I'm going to need to have to run, you know, I'm going to be like, wait up. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. You, you're going up Mount Hood and uh, you're going up Mount Hood and a bear's chasing you. And I'm yeah, and I'm just stepping more to the right, and it screws me. Yeah, man, yeah. that's just no good. All right, yeah. I hope there's not a bear. That that man, yeah. I didn't <laughs> bears. I don't even think about them, but I think I'm supposed to be. Like now that I live out here, and there's just bears yeah. when you're going hiking. Yeah. I'm always like, so I I went to Glacier National Park in Montana last year, and they had like it's bear country, so they have bear spray and. <laughs> and I, I was like, I was like, I bought the bear spray, which is like $50 for a can of bear spray, which is insane. But I was like, I was like, I hope I never have to open this. I hope that I only never... go down one bear. I have no idea. <laughs> I, I think it's just like, I think it's just like, I, I, I'm not. So somebody's going to at me about this, but I think it's like a really concentrated pepper spray. Yeah, I think that's what it is. And um, so like and it, and it was pressurized. So it was funny because we went from Montana to Seattle and when <laughs> when we left my, when we were leaving montana like the last day I'm, i post on like facebook marketplace i'm like hey i had this can of bear spray if anybody wants to buy it like <laughs> I, was, I was like i was like i paid 50 i'll take i'll take like i'll take 40 and somebody was like i'll give you 30 and then they they messaged me like after i had already left and i was in like uh, idaho and i'm like god dang it <laughs> but yeah um and i just threw it in the trash can in seattle at a hotel but, oh don't say that man yeah I don't care. <laughs> it's just a can of, it's just a can um so cool so some of the things um always interesting is you know where like where we progress where we want to see ourselves progress right so like we know where we are today but we are like this is where i want to be like six months from now a year from now two years or whatever it might be um do you have any like goals of where you want to see yourself health wise in the next like six months to a year 
Um, so I would say within the next year, um, health wise, I would, I would like to be hitting about 220, 200. Mm-hmm. Um, that is definitely my goal. I have definitely put, um, what, what I'm doing to address like weight, like not on the back burner, but it's definitely not the highest priority. Um, just because I'm realizing my life isn't everything I want it to be. And like my weight isn't my life. Mm-hmm. Um, so I need, uh, I need to give a little more attention to like what I am wanting long haul wise, uh, as far as career and school wise. Um, but yeah, health wise that that's where I'd like to be just maintain what I'm doing, uh, and growing into that and making it part of my everyday. Cool, man. No doubt you can get that done. I, I can definitely relate to that because uh, last year it was around December that I was like, you know, I'm going to take like uh, it was actually get to the point where it was because I hated walking in the nighttime. And I was like, you know, I'm going to stop my streak of walking every day, like 10,000. Like I was walking 10,000 steps a day at least. And I was like, I was like, I'm just going to stop it. I'm going to stop it before I get first before I get injured because I fall on like some ice and break a hip or something. And then also it was just like I had all these other goals that I wanted to hit like do other things and i was like i can't dedicate all this time to this if i want to do these other things and right. i think realizing that and knowing that your time management's important for these other things that you want to do and like realizing you're not going to like fall off the wagon right yeah you might yeah. not but you might not progress at the same rate you are so like for instance for me i'm kind of in the same boat i was a year ago like i'm at the same spot i haven't really yeah. progressed weight wise but I've done a lot of other things that have fulfilled me in other ways. And I know I can keep going on the weight thing. Like, it's not like it's the end of the world. Cause I didn't hit it. Like, I wish I was at, I wish I was at my goal weight by now, but I'm not. And it's, it's right. one of those things where you're like, all right, I'll just keep going. Like you'll eventually get there. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely, it, it's adding, it's adding that into what you're wanting to achieve for your life. Cause like, we, we do that. And I see, I see it a lot on Instagram and, you know, personally, it's a reason why I don't fully post, uh, the way I used to, or the way others do. I, I don't want to share what, what my weight loss looks like, because when like, everybody's going to be different in that aspect, but like growing from a place where you're completely miserable and unhappy and are able to see somebody has been at that point or is at that point and willing to work through it and willing to, to show somebody else that they're not alone like that, that is what it's about for me. Um, and like, I still haven't found that full balance to do that, but I mean, this is, this is about getting, getting to a life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It makes total sense. Um, I mean, yeah, I'm kind of with you on the whole posting thing. I, I kind of have, uh, like scaled back quite a bit from what i used to do yeah uh, man. because it's just it's just like i'm not it's one of those things and i actually tonight it's funny because tonight i just talked to um a friend of mine who's been on the podcast before daryl perry about uh social media and mental health yeah like like so many times like it's just like it just it does take a toll on you because it's just like i don't it's the same thing over like it's kind of like a rinse wash and repeat with a yeah. lot of stuff on social media and you're just like is this really, am I giving a value to this? And, and am I getting value out of it? And like, a lot of times I'm like, not really. 
because yeah. it's, it's, it's the same like <laughs> post it's the same pictures especially like people that post the same pictures every time and i'm like all right i'm tired of see- I'm, I, I want one guy i was like i'm tired of seeing your abs <laughs> I, 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 I literally i literally just uh, muted, i muted his account because i'm like i like him but i'm like i can't dude, i can't, I can't anymore. keep seeing your abs like yeah. what are you doing man yeah. uh yeah no i get that i get that completely i i mean i love everybody i've met on there and that i've created a relationship and bonded with um but i mean there is a point where it's being utilized to live to live in the past and talk about where where you were at some point instead of who you're needing to step into right now. Um, And that's something I've been looking at myself and like finding ways to like put that into material to like help whoever else is willing to listen or Mm -hmm. whoever is inspired by me. Yeah, for sure. You you use the I word. Yeah, man. I got it. You got to say, you got to say it. Like, I mean, I get, I get, I get messages from people who are like, Hey man, we inspire you. And like, I tell myself, like I've told myself every time I've seen one, like, wow, this guy's just being nice. But like, let's be honest, like not many people are going to, to be so open and vulnerable, like to what they're struggling with and put it online for everybody to see, like without explanation, just knowing for themselves it's what they need to be doing for themselves mm-hmm. yeah yeah, yeah you're, you're absolutely right there okay so kind of wrap getting towards the end here what i like to do is ask everybody like kind of like what's a hobby or interest that you have outside of weight loss or fitness it can be fitness or weight loss if you really want it to be but just to kind of get to know a little bit more about will outside of the normal yeah. instagram posts yeah so um i have been dabbling in disc golf since before I left uh, Northwest Indiana and got out here. Um, that's pretty fun. I enjoy that. I mean, it's really just chill, throwing some frisbees towards goals. <laughs> I mean, I don't. <laughs> um, I've also just been doing a lot of hikes. Uh, I'm trying to see like as many waterfalls around here as I can. Uh, awesome. That's been that's been really good. Um, I've been really interested in glass blowing. Uh, so I'm actually looking into starting to do that and go to some classes. Um, and then I just moved into a new place and have like three, I have three roommates and uh, they have like this board game collection that is ridiculous. And man, it's got like 120 plus games. And so wow. I mean, that's been something I've been getting into uh, with them. Like last night we played Max and Minions. That's an f- amazing game. Um, and just doing a lot of reading lately. Okay, that's awesome. It's uh, quite a few interests or yeah. hobbies or whatever, however you want to categorize them. But yeah, the uh, the hiking is one that I can get into because uh, like last year when I first hiked in Glacier National Park, and there's so many beautiful places in Pacific Northwest you can go to that aren't too yeah. far from you. No, nope. um, especially like if you go, even if you go into like Southern Washington state, there's a ton of places there. And then that's where I know. Cause I used to live in Washington. State. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and, I'm uh, right below the border of yeah. Washington. Yeah. Okay. And then, and then also you got all the stuff in Oregon too, like, like Mount yeah. hood eventually. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But you'll build up, you'll build up. To I that. thought so. So I was honestly going to go try to just do it. I was like, you know what, let <laughs> me, let me go ahead and 
just do a Google search real quick. And uh, yeah, apparently, apparently you need climbing equipment. You can't just start, start trekking on up and, uh, and make it successfully. So uh, I got to work out some things first. I I don't know how high Mount Hood is, but I know it's pretty high. It's uh, 14,000 feet. Yeah. So that's like a similar to Mount Rainier and near closer to Seattle. And I've only ever, I mean, I've seen it. I never, and I've been on it, but I've never had any interest in climbing to the top. (laughs) <laughs> mostly because i'm always like i'm pretty sure i'd hurt myself at some point <laughs> uh and, and and honestly before losing weight you, you're like i'm never walking that much yeah you know? no i was all yeah like i was like i don't gotta walk i just got drive throughs like what do yeah. you mean <laughs> <laughs> let me just drive and see it out the window that's that's yeah. good enough right yeah because i when i when i was growing up when we didn't see it in the seattle area i actually could see it from my bedroom window like which Ooh, was really that's cool. sweet yeah, yeah, I turn out right on to uh, TV Highway uh, going east, and it's just right there, man. Like, you see it perfectly clear as day. It's a, it's especially amazing, like, right after it rains and the air is cleaned out, mm-hmm. like, cleared out, cleaned, cleared cleaned out. out. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. man. It's beautiful. It's, it, you got the Windex, and you're just cleaning <laughs> yeah, the air, Yeah, I'm just right? cleaning this air out, man. <laughs> awesome. Um, so, all right. So. It's great to know some interest because I, I, I like to always say that I, I want to get to know everybody a little bit more than just the weight loss because so many of us like we are more than just a number on a scale. So yeah. that's why I like to know that. And then and then maybe somebody will hit you up because they're in the disc golf or hiking or, you know, what whatever it might be if, from the 12 people that listen to this episode. <laughs> it's going to be more than 12. It's, it's, it's going to be more. It's going to be. Uh, even I, if I, it is 12, they're I, important. I see that. I see the numbers. It's more than 12. Um, so, so wrapping up the podcast, I like to ask everybody five questions. I call it Brett's corner, which used to be, that was going to be the title of the podcast, but I changed it. So are you ready for this? Yeah. Let's I, shoot. I, I, I know you got these ahead of time, so you have a little bit of time to prepare. Uh, yeah. That prepare. <laughs> yeah. That went well. At least for the last one. Cause that one's tough. Um, yeah. All right. So number one, what movie TV show or event are you most excited for in the coming year? Um, event um i've really been interested in um going to a concert so i mean as far as event goes that would be something big on the list as far as a specific one nah i I don't really have one uh as far as tv i don't really watch it but if season three of Mind Hunter came out, I wouldn't be disappointed about that. Uh, no. no, not at all. It's not <laughs> yeah. coming, but I it's not be so happy. Uh, yeah, I, I I love that show. Yeah, um, concert concert's great. I I uh, haven't been to one in a while. I'm probably won't be in one for a while either. But but uh, but yeah, cool. That's awesome. Um, nice. Uh, let's see. What are two non health related goals you have for the next year? Yo, trying trying to get this mustache out, man. This oh. beard is coming in, but you, like this you, mustache. You, you, you want a you want a real beard, right? Oh yeah, I'm trying. You know, I'm trying to become in Brett, man. Yeah, I need that. <laughs> I need that on me. Um, yeah, but but no, for real, that's a that's a real one. <laughs> um, that's fine. I mean, and the uh, goals. the second one would be, um, I mean, with how this with how I'm doing with work. Um, and how exceptionally well I'm actually doing in regards to it being my first sales job. Uh, I would like to get into my own place. Like I figure on being like, you know, with my roommates that I'm currently staying with, uh, for like 
a good six to eight months uh, and then then finding my own place. Uh, the, the real goal is to find a place that's pretty ran down uh, and just living there while I fix it up and then selling it and moving on to another one. Okay, that's cool. Yeah, yeah, definitely makes sense. I, I'm moving now, and that's what that, that was my plan. Nine, <laughs> year, nine years later, nine. <laughs> uh, yeah, so cool, awesome. I, and I mean, both of those things are definitely doable, right? I mean, yeah, w- w- one hopefully is, and the other one just takes genetics to help <laughs> out with. Uh, for the longest time, I couldn't grow here. Like I could grow the mustache, but I couldn't grow like right here. Oh, down and the it, sides. It, yeah, it was. But once I lost weight, it helped. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm getting it. And I think that's what's happening, man. Like, I think I've lost weight and like my face is just sagging. So all my hair is like Mm -hmm. out of place by two inches down. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. All right. Number three question is if someone came to you saying they were lacking motivation to stay consistent, what three pieces of advice would you give them? You, you are your motivation. I mean, if you want consistency, you're going to be the one there every day to give it to you. And that, that needs to be strictly from you for you. Um, the second one would be, this is all just time. You don't have all the time in the world. You're not guaranteed any time, but if you are actually wanting to change, be prepared to give it time. Um, and the third one would be, keep your head down you know, comparing, comparing what you're wanting to achieve next to what somebody else is wanting to achieve is wanting to achieve. Isn't, isn't setting yourself up for the best, the best way to look at your situation, which may vary greatly from theirs. Um, You know, you, they may have hit a realization they needed to hit that you've yet to come across. And, you know, being able to just keep to yourself the way you're doing it is going to pay off. I like it. Yeah. Love it. Um, all right. So quite, and obviously consistency is key for as we both proven uh, yeah. over time of losing this weight. So hit, hit us up uh, anytime because it's, it's easy. It's so easy to get like the derailed on when you're not consistent. Uh, number four, what have you discovered most about, Sorry, what have you discovered about yourself during your journey or transformation that surprised you the most? Um, how much I depend on safety um, in every situation. Um, I I didn't realize um, that I would be willing to 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 not give myself what I want to feel safe. Um, and to use that safety as the reasoning why I didn't want to feel anything else like that made me uncomfortable, uh, that would eventually lead me to the change I was looking for. Um, it, uh, I'm still, I'm still trying to figure it out. <laughs> I'm still trying to figure out. I don't, I don't need to recluse away from these things in life that scare me because they're exactly the things I'm looking for. Okay. Yeah. Like it, man. Um, all right. So final question. If in 150 years science fails to save us and all that is left is a book about your life, what would the title be? And what would the blurb tell us about will? <laughs> ah, man. Ah. 
<laughs> what would the name of the book be? <laughs> see, see, see th th this question is why I send the questions in advance. Yeah, man, I got caught up on the second one. My ridiculous <laughs> response to that second one, I, I just, I was like, no, I can't say this. Um, but, but man, um, is there cursing allowed on here? Yeah, I swear. That, oh, okay, yeah, we're good. Uh, I swore already. Great. <laughs> um, yeah, I think I did. <laughs> I, I just recorded some before say, this, so I don't well, remember. There we go. Yeah, well, we got shit. it out of the way. All right. Um, <laughs> I would have to say, I would have to say, the way out of the fuckery, <laughs> by an autobiography of salvation. All right. Yeah. Yeah, I I I, I like it. Uh, I don't know. That I, 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 so, so, so here's a little inside inside baseball. I usually use the book title for the title of the episode. I'm not well, going to do that this yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. I'm just because because you said something. You had a better quote during the episode of cleaning the air. Yeah. Because that was just that was just too use good. That. Yeah, yeah so using that. But but usually I use the book title. But yeah, I I still like it. Um, it's it's good. I like this question because it gets a different answer like nobody's answer is the same like, yeah some are similar but nobody's the same because everybody thinks yeah yeah i mean fuckery is one of my words though so i mean you know i doubt anybody's going to be using it <laughs> yeah I, I i usually don't i i've never i don't think i've really used that too often but yeah i, I like it awesome man i uh so now that we know everything about will everybody can reach out to you on instagram right what, yeah, what, where can they uh, find on Instagram, TikTok? Instagram, TikTok. Uh, <laughs> yep. MySpace, but I'm Tom now. So, I mean, you know, look mm -hmm. look for Tom. Um, but yeah, six, at 620 to life, uh, Instagram, TikTok. Um, I got a YouTube up, but really that's not been a focus. Uh, so, I mean, if you wanted to, just so when stuff does start coming, uh, yeah, that's where I'm at also. Awesome. Uh, I want to thank everybody for listening or watching all the way to the end of the episode. You made it. Congratulations. Thanks for all that. Make sure you check out the show notes for links to Will's account uh, and anything else we mentioned. I, don't, I think that was pretty much the only thing. Uh, uh, be, sure, yeah, no. be sure to check out my website, becomingbrett.com. You can follow me on, at becomingbrett on Instagram and Twitter. Follow the show on Instagram at becomingmorepod. Until next time, give us a five-star review or DM me what you think about the show. We can make it a little bit different, maybe better. Feedback. Uh, Feedback is always appreciated, even, yes. even if you want to be an asshole about it. Uh, <laughs> and make sure you come back next week to learn how we can all become more.